five, four, three, two, and one. And when I'm on the mic, the suckers run. I'm down with that Rocky McD and you ain't. And I got more juice than Picasso got paint. You don't know nothing about that, do you there, G-Money? Nope. Them big stiff boys. Known to let the beat mm, drop. Mm. You forgot about that, didn't you, G? That just rolls yep. off the tongue. Welcome back to Red-Blooded Outdoors. Turkey-heavy podcast. Like, we got about two months of some turkey-heavy stuff. We're going to have to fill something up in the middle of these turkey. We might have to do, like, some bonus episodes or something. Yeah. Throw people, something in there besides turkey. Maybe throw a, throw a fishing episode or something in oh, there. Oh, speaking of that, tomorrow is Thursday. We had the first Thursday evening fishing challenge. Why, gee, why are you you looking at me like you a puppet or something? <laughs> you see him? He's weird. <laughs> you you sitting there crazy style, son. Um, we had the first Thursday evening fishing challenge last week, and Cooney won. I took home the cake, baby. How in the world did you beat me fishing? Look, when you're an expert fisherman like me, it is hard to beat me. Okay. It's just all, really hard. All, all joking aside, how did you beat me? So, the competition was the first to three fish. Mm-hmm. And because I had to get packed up for the turkey hunt to take G and uh, Jason and Victoria turkey hunting down to Shorty's property for the Georgia youth season, I had to come home and pack up. So, we cut it just a little bit short. We probably had, what, a good two, uh, about, well, about two hours. Yeah, about two hours. But we had, no, nah, we didn't fish for two hours. We probably had 20 minutes of daylight left, maybe, yeah. when we left. Yeah. And, uh, but neither one of us got to three bass. You caught two. So you won. I mean, really, did you win? Really, I, mean, I did, because you weren't going to catch two. I mean, really and truthfully, you didn't I mean, win. We, let's but, be honest. We were all surprised you caught the one. Son, you ain't never beat me at that late. <laughs> now, if we're going to have a fishing challenge and take it serious, like, you got to tell the truth. Just don't make up stuff. Let's tell the truth. I, let's not zigzag around the truth. But bust it. I won. You caught two fish, or two bass. I mm-hmm. caught one. But tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's a new day. And I'm coming old-timey with you. I'm coming old school. It's going to be just like Cooney's five, and I was 30. I'm about to wear your tail out, son. I ain't going to let it happen. It's going to be three zip. Three zip. I'm going to go one, two, three. Well, i tell you what. Tomorrow, you ain't got a pack for no trip or anything. So it'll be the first of three. I don't care if we're out there fishing till 10.30. Well, get done with your shop talk at work. Standing around the tire machine telling stories of the day. Come on to the house. Let's get on over there and get a fishing. You hear me? Yeah. You going to go, G? I might. G might not go. Yeah, that's that's a no from G. <clears throat> there is nobody... Nobody that has wore a three or seven hoodie more than G. Oh, I know. It's like G. he never takes it off. Have you washed that thing since you've got it? Yeah. How many times? Three. Three times. That joker wears that thing everywhere it goes. And you know what? You know what's crazy to me? It wasn't even cold outside today. Uh, and, and he's, he's wearing, still wearing. He's it. wearing shorts and he's got a dang hoodie on. Yeah. Make up your mind. Are you whole, Are you hot or cold? Mm. I mean, neither. Neither. <laughs> so, we, uh, this past weekend was Georgia Youth Turkey Season, special opportunity um, season. So, G Money got to go. We went down to Talbot County, Georgia. And it was G Money, me, a buddy of ours, Jason, his daughter, Victoria. And a buddy of ours, Shorty. And Shorty took us down there to his property. Um, I 
think I think Shorty said they got like right at three hundred acres. Yeah. And we got to do a show enough trip. We we left on a Friday evening. We headed on down there, hit the Waffle House on the way. Hit the Waffle and let me tell you about this Waffle House trip. <laughs> if it if it if it's a Waffle House closer to there, then I can imagine what it's well, like. You remember when me and you was went went down yonder and, and you wasn't paying attention where the eating joints was and we flew right by the last McDonald's on earth? Yeah. All right, well, right before there is a Waffle House. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at that Waffle House. We actually turned around in the McDonald's parking lot. To go back to the Waffle House? To go back to the Waffle House. So you stopped house. at the last Waffle House on earth. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... So we sitting there, and it's we get in the Waffle House. What? How late was it? Did you about eight o'clock, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, eight thirty, something like that. And uh, it's right at twenty-two degrees inside that Waffle House. They ain't never been a Waffle House that has heat. This was abnormally cold. Their AC was blowing. Like they could do science experiments on bacteria and stuff like that in this waffle house is so cold every waffle house is like that the waffle house up here at the house that i go to all the time it's always cold always we got out the truck shorty said this ain't gonna be cold you better get a jacket i said i'll be all right i went in there no more than i got in there i said hush almighty i got to get me something to wear I believe Jason got up to go get Victoria something. And uh, I was right behind him to grab my hoodie. I was freezing to death, son. Like a Waffle House stays so cold, when you get your food, you have to eat it or it's going to get cold within I, a minute or two. The Waffle House is so cold. You know how I like to pour a cup of coffee and let that cup of coffee sit for a minute and let it cool down just a touch. Yeah, there you let it sit for about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. it gets to your table. And, and it's something about them Waffle House cups. You would think they're so thick that it would keep coffee hot, but it don't. It's like they're hollow on the inside or something. <laughs> it's like they got cold air on the inside. When I, when I go to the Waffle House and get a coffee, I always get them to put it in that styrofoam cup. It's right. way better. What is going on outside? Him and girl out there playing. Little old Miho. If you don't get that dog under control... You're going to lose that dog. I'm going to take it from you. I'm, I'm training him. Look. I've never trained a dog before. I, I want you to listen to me. you got to put work into him every day. Every day. You don't just come home, feed him, hey, me ho. Good to see you, buddy. Let me go in here and get on TikTok. You should have that dog in here right now while we're podcasting. Working on something. Working on what? Anything. Some type of obedience. Anything. Teaching him how to stay, sit. You got to work a dog, son. Well, I'll start training him more hard. More hardcore. How do you think you become what you are today? I did something (laughs) with you every single day of your life. Yeah, now look at me. I'm a little cornbread. <laughs> no, you ain't no ain't nothing little about Cody, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So here's the kicker about that Waffle House. The only reason I would even talk about the Waffle House is because I didn't know it was a thing. Don't swallow like that again. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a thing for people to just straight up drink half and half. <laughs> mm-hmm. G-Money and Victoria was just drinking half and half. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? You've seen that before? Yeah. I've done it before. Why? I don't so get it. It's good. It's good. It like, is good. Like, what, what's good about it? The taste. <laughs> Definitely not the nutritional benefits. <laughs> I said, Dad, bomb, son. Just drinking straight half and half. It tastes like milk. Yeah. That's all uh, it is, really. Okay. Well... I was sitting there, and G-Money's like, I drank some of this half and half. I was like, no, you won't. Then I'm like going to dare him, like do it. Yeah. And he's like, no, I've done it before. 
and he's drinking half and half. You know, Waffle House, don't know if you know this or not, but Waffle House has a sauce called the Waffle House sauce. I don't know if you've ever had it, but do not put it on a waffle because it is not good. Is it made for waffles? It's, it's, they say it's for like their steaks and their meats and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm thinking Waffle House sauce. They're obviously going to make something that would be made for a waffle. Don't put it on your waffle because you will run a waffle. If it's made for meats, I, w- I would assume you'd run your waffle if you put it on your waffle. I didn't know that. We went, went, me and my buddies went there one night and my buddy Jerry got a, like a, I don't even know, it was like a steak or something. Yeah. And he was like, let me get some Waffle House sauce. And that girl handed him a wad of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try that on my waffle. And I popped it open. And when you squirt it, it looks like Thousand Island dressing. So did it come in little packets? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, this ain't supposed to go on a waffle. So I, I took what little bit I put on there and I took a bite out of it. Now, good thing I didn't put it on the whole waffle. I had bones, huh? But next time, there's a secret menu item. Mm. So, so little G money, how long have you been turkey hunting gg is 12 years old how long have you been turkey hunting i think since i've been able to shoot a gun maybe two years uh, two three years two or three years no he was he's gone before he's you've been turkey hunting before then because uh you didn't last year you didn't get a deer you got your first deer the year before that, yeah. so that would have been two two years ago. So you've been turkey hunting longer than that. Yeah, uh, Austin's been in the Marines two years, and you was turkey hunting before Austin yeah, went so to I'm the say Marines. It's closer to you, four or five years now. You yeah. was toting that twenty gauge. Yeah, 20 I remember gauge. that now. Yeah, yeah, for real. So let's just say four years. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good a good go there. Four years, uh, he'd been toting a Mossberg Model 88 20 gauge, which is a good shooting gun. That turkey, many a turkey have fallen victim to that gun. Oh, absolutely. My, every, my every, first turkey fell victim to that gun. But you know what? If you sit there and lay all of our guns down side by side, all of our shotguns, there's a many a turkey that have succumbed to each one of them. I yeah. was thinking that the other day when we did a little live uh, Instagram live video with G shooting that gun that Blake gave him. He got a Mossberg 835 Ultra Mag gave to him. Blake. It, it would be really cool to buy like to just buy a gun brand new. Like say it had like a wood stock on it or something. Mm-hmm. Buy it brand new and every time you harvest game with it or anything, mm-hmm. just put like a notch in the barrel or in the stock. Well, have you seen that? Uh, remember that TV show Moonshiners? Yeah. Yeah. That one guy, uh, what's his name? One of them from North Carolina. I think his name's Mark. Oh, yeah. Mark and Digger? No, the other Mark. The one that was with. Uh, the one that wears the hat. Always that has the camouflage. Yeah, always yeah. wearing camouflage. Yeah. And he. Like he did some moonshining on a pontoon boat or something mm-hmm. one time. Well, you remember that? It was either a thirty-five or a thirty-thirty. He had. I mean, he was shooting at iron sights. Yeah, and he had. He like killing. He killed a pig with it on the show yeah. one time. And like an X. That this ain't like verbatim, but he had three different marks on his stock. One type of mark would be for a deer. One type of mark would be mark would be for a hog, and one type of mark would be for a bear. And that thing was just marked up. Mm-hmm. And his name's Mark. Ooh. Oh, Mark. Ooh. Oh, Mark, Mark the Mark Man. Mark marking up his stock. Some call him Marky Mark. <laughs> Whoa. He, he must have been involved with a funky bunch. He must have. <laughs> <laughs> so, little G-Money. And uh, Victoria go down here. This was Victoria's first turkey hunt. Uh, and they we take them down there to Talbot County. And uh, we got up at 5 o'clock in the morning to fix breakfast. Now, okay. buddy Jason, he he did 
just about all the cooking. You might as well say he did all the cooking down there. He did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Griffith said he made a peach cobbler. He did. I'd have, ooh, I'd have ate that. He said yeah. he made it in a Dutch oven, too. He made it in some skillets, yeah. Yeah, sure did. It was good. He made that Saturday night. Jack Jason tear the grill up. So. Oh, he's a good cook. That grill. didn't need to sleep. That food put G to sleep. Well, we got up at 5 to do breakfast, and uh, we struck out on Shorty's property. Now, we didn't really know where turkeys was going to be. Shorty hadn't ever turkey hunted down there or anything of the sort. He got to pictures of turkeys uh, on the game cam, but that's about it. That's all the intel really we had. Yeah. Uh, when we was headed in to where we was hunting, Shorty took a golf cart down there, and uh, there was a certain section of the road with the lights of the golf cart on. He said he seen turkey tracks in the road. And uh, so y'all, y'all pretty much went down there blind. Went down there blind. Went down there blind. Went down there blind and used the very information that we gave out on the podcast, location, 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 that is not general information. It is necessities. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't know that, general information would be like, there's turkeys here. Yeah. Or a turkey gobbles. You know what I mean? Or I've seen a turkey. That's general information. Right. Have to information is stuff that you have to know or have to do or have to learn in order to even start. If you don't get the have to first, you don't get none of the other. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If, and if you don't understand that the have to is the have to, you you can't have a you, – you can't start to grasp the other things that you need to do. You just that, can't. And that, that doesn't just go for turkey hunting. Oh, yeah. You won't be successful in anything unless you know what you have to know. If if you want if you want it to just be handed to you in anything you do, and you don't start with the have to steps, if you just want the magical trick, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you expect a magical trick, you might as well not even do it. Yeah. You you ain't doing it for the right reasons. And, and with, in my opinion, with with turkey hunting in general, that you got you have to know that stuff, because yeah, you could just go out there, find a spot in the woods, and sit. Mm-hmm. But then then all you're doing is sitting in the woods. I could go out. I could go out here in the backyard and sit. Now, not saying the way we said to implement that or the way we yeah. do it is the have to. You don't have to do it the way. But that is have to information. They're key that, things that you have to right. have. Right. And that was on, I don't even remember the number of that podcast. Was it 40? What are we on now? 48? I think, yeah, this would be either, I think this would be 48. So that would be 45. Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically how to find a turkey. Yeah. Well, the episode's called Location, Location, Location. Right. So, uh, so. We get out there, and where Shorty decides to stop and listen was a good spot to stop and listen. Absolutely, because it, I mean, it worked out 100%. I'm going to let G tell this story. Now, are you nervous? Like, be straight up. Are you nervous? Yeah. It's just a pot. We're just talking. The only yeah. difference is there's a microphone here, right? Yeah. That's the only difference. And trust me. You ain't going to hear from nobody else that hears this podcast. <laughs> Me and Cooney's going to hear it. You know what yeah. I mean? So, everybody knows you're 12. Yep. Everybody knows this was your first turkey. Right? Everybody knows that you've been hunting a little while. You got you a, a new gun that was new to you. You had already shot it. What was your initial thoughts when we went a couple of weekends ago and we shot that gun for you, or you shot it for you to pattern it. Because you'd been shooting a Mossberg Model 88 Youth 20 gauge for turkey hunting. Yeah. 
So you've been used to that 20 gauge. This so, is my second year using 12 gauge. Yeah, because you was using the turkey bantam last year, wasn't you? Yeah. Yeah, he, done, he upgraded to the, the beat boy guns. <laughs> well, the, the Mossberg turkey bantam only shoots up to a 3 inch. Yeah. Now, this Ultra Maggie's got shoot up three and a half. Big boy. You you know? Do you know why I shoot three and a halves? Why? Like straight up. The reason I shoot three and a halves is because I don't make a four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if, if 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 they made a four, I'd shoot a four. If they made a five, I'd shoot a five. You know what you sounded like? What? <laughs> that song where the Joker says, I drive this truck because I ain't got a tank. I don't know if you ever heard that or not. There's a song out Who there. Who sings that? Oh, what's Fetty Wap? No. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't remember the guy's name, but that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to drive this truck because I can't get a tank. Yeah. Yeah, I drive a truck because they won't let me drive an aircraft carrier. Whoa. <laughs> some of that. Uh, so what was your initial thoughts, G, shooting that 835, 835 Ultra Mag Mossberg 3.5 for the first time? Pretty cool. Well, I mean, get, break it down. Like, did did it, what, did it kick more than you expected? No. Like, I thought... It was going to hurt my shoulder, mm-hmm. but I think since I was, like, nervous shooting it. Right. And I had, like, the adrenaline. Adrenaline, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shooting it, it really didn't hurt. Right. And you you shot good. Yeah. You, for the first time shooting it. And we took that booger and put it up. Yeah. We said, that's it. We said, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, he shot it standing up. And that's gonna uh, that is important. So so he he freehanded it. Freehanded it. Yeah. Standing up. He wasn't like leaned up against a tree. Or- and, and and normally that's what we do. Yeah. Normally we prop ourselves up against a tree and and shoot it in a uh, scenario for what would be turkey hunting. But now that freehanded is a scenario. Oh, absolutely. The last the last turkey I killed. Was killed that way. Yeah, you were standing up just mm-hmm. like that. Sure was. And it was a blink of an eye moment. That's right. Yeah, Excellent. like you could be walking on roads, see a turkey in the road. Yeah, but not the asphalt road, yeah. like where you're hunting. Yeah, like logging yeah. road. 100%. Oh, I can't tell you how many times that I, or in my early turkey hunting, that I'd be calling. Boy, that wind's a whooping it out there. You might have to shut that window. Uh, I can't tell you how many times in my early turkey hunting I'd been calling and, you know, done got tarted sitting there and said, I'm going to stand up. And I stand up and start getting my stuff together and all of a sudden, and turned there. He he was standing right there and I never even seen him. I don't think, I can't recall the time where that's happened to me. Where I was, where I went to go get up, and there was, and they were right there, just over that threshold where you couldn't see them. Yeah, I, I, it's happened to us before with a hen. Yeah, but right. not not with a gobbler standing right. there or anything. So so standing up is indeed a possibility, but it is the lesser of the two for sure. So yeah. we we didn't practice with G. Uh, sitting down now so when we get toward the the end of this story y'all remember that because it's going to be important tell the story g to the best of your ability don't worry about being nervous just like if we wasn't there if i wasn't there cooney wasn't there so tell the story to cooney even though he's heard it yeah just tell the story to cooney what happened from from the time we got out there in the woods so we pulled up in the food uh, plot to listen. Mm-hmm. Small food plot. There you go. We owl hoot a couple times, I think. Yeah. We thought we heard two, but there was really one off of ridge and 
front of us. Yeah, so that was a big old... I'm, I'm just going to come in here and there, you know, to help you recollect your memory and to help you develop this story, okay? So there was a big clear cut that was not on the property we were on, and there was a ridge on the other side of that clear cut, and there was a bird goblin over there on that clear cut. And I actually... I actually, once me and G had the direction that we were going, I actually did IG Live with us trying to really figure out where to go with that turkey goblin. Hmm. The, th the thing about our IG Lives, like we don't save them. No, can't go back and watch them. Can't go back and watch it. So That's cheating. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. That's how they scam. It's, it's not live no more, is it? Nope. Mm -mm. So if you want to hit a red-blooded outdoors live, you got to be there. You got. I mean, you just got to fall on there, son, because it's going off. We ain't saving that booger. So anyhow, we did a little OIG live while I was sort of scanning the area, and he was he was a goblin. There was, I think, three or four people on there that got to see it. Now that. With that bird being in that clear cut like that, you you can't get closer to him. Oh no, no! Because when when you step out in that clear cut, you might as well consider yourself busted. Bye bye. He, he see you. He ain't coming. He he, he knows what's up now. But anyway, continue your story, G Money. So uh, we figure out what way we going. Shorty, go up the food plot. We go back down the road where we came from. You shorted, went with Jason and Victoria. Yeah. One direction, we went back the way we come. Yep. Right. So, uh, walking down the road, hit Instagram Live. Yeah. Kept on walking. Then uh, we set up, called him. Well, we, we set up in some pines. Yeah. Some great big old pines that was right yonder on the edge of yep. that property, right? And we, me and you, could see the clear cut good. Yeah, we could see the clear see the clear cut really good. How many times you reckon that turkey gobbled up there on the roost? More than fifteen. Yeah, he was he was letting it. I never heard him double or triple gobble. Maybe one time he double gobbled. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was. He was he was cutting it loose. So when we got set up, we kept on calling till he flew across the thing. But we didn't see him fly, but I seen him walking on the ground. Yeah, you didn't see him come out the tree, but you seen seen him when he was come out of the roost when, yeah. when he was on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So when he came across the opening, he. Went back towards Shorty. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, you popped in the mouth call. That's when the, that's when the business changed, son. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all right now. That is when... And I, and I wasn't there. But this was one of Daddy's infamous turkey calling battles. Shorty didn't know it. I, I, have, I have been in one before. Not with him. I, I was the shooter. But I'll never forget that time, and I've told the story on here before, but you and Buck were going back and forth, back and forth. Daddy won, opponent zero. Now, now this, this hunt was all about these kids, trying to get these kids a turkey. That's what it was about, 100%. But... <laughs> <laughs> Shorty didn't know he was in a calling contest, right? Yeah. And uh, I said, well, there ain't nothing left to do right now but to just break his old pecker wrecker widowmaker out. I mean, that basically went undefeated last season, by the way. Yeah. That went undefeated last year, in case anybody was wondering. Uh, I had to go on ahead and pull it out. Gone with it, G. So when he pulled Gone. it out, started calling. <laughs> that joke turned around, came running. <laughs> <laughs> and like, 
two minute thirty second. What he was in front of us. What, wasn't it? Wasn't it just some just some pretty sweet nothings I was just sending through them woods, son? Just I just had kisses bouncing off trees. <laughs> they was just they was just little turkey kisses coming out of my mouth. Just just bouncing, just bouncing off trees. Little turkey, I love yous. Little turkey kisses, little turkey hugs, just little turkey Valentine hearts, just just bouncing off trees all down through there. We came back to Valentine's Day. That's right, and like G said, only about two minutes and thirty seconds is all he could take of that. And he said, "I got to go see who that is." <laughs> so. We hear him real close, but there was this little tiny hill right in front of us. Right? Mm-hmm. He worked his way about up to the middle of that hill, probably peeking his head up on, over it, trying to see where we were. Oh, coyote came walking down the road. Oh, yeah. I wasn't told about that. Yeah, there was a coyote. There was a road to the left-hand side of us. Go ahead, G. Coyote came walking down the road 30 yards from us. Yeah. Bird 34 yards from us. That's right. Coyote would look at where the turkey was coming from, look at us. Mm -hmm. Crouched down, got in some bushes. Cornbread said, turkey step one. I mean, not turkey. Coyote stepped one more foot. I'm taking that gun, shooting him. <laughs> I was thinking in my head, if this turkey don't come, or it don't tur- if it turns around and starts walking off, leave the turkey victorious, and yeah. we stand up, shoot the coyote. Yeah. Well, what G is what G's failed to mention yet that this turkey is in plenty gun range. G at this point is ice manning. He's done he's done seen this turkey plenty enough in gun range. He's ice manning on me. He has been he has been in holding gun up mode now by the time the coyote come. The coyote didn't come right when the turkey did. Uh when the coyote come, G had been holding this gun up for 15 minutes. Now, it is propped on his knee, too, right? You know, so it's not like full straight arm holding it up, sitting down. But he's holding this gun up now for 15 solid minutes. And that bird goes to work. That hill he's talking about, is this, this turkey is just gobbling and strutting and walking to that top of that hill. He's going left. He's going right, gobbling, strutting, going to 50 yards, coming to 30 yards, back and forth, back and forth. How long did he do that for, G? Finally, the coyote eases off. That, that coyote just come to watch the show. That's all <laughs> that was. He said, oh, I, I, I think, hear that guy from Paulding County out here. I think that coyote, uh, I think that coyote was identifying as a turkey, and he heard and he felt some of them turkey kisses. Mm-hmm. And he said, I oh, made, I it, made him forget who he was for he, a minute. He forgot all who he was. And he said, I got, I got to come in here. I'm surprised he didn't gobble. I tell you what, if I'm turkey hunting and a coyote comes within shooting ranges, that's turned into a coyote hunt. Well, you got little well, G. Well, I know oh, that. Yeah, you got G money here that ain't never got him a turkey. And here it is. He ain't never got him a yo-yo either. Practically, <laughs> yeah. But that's me, the next animal on my list. What what do you want to eat? Filet mignon or Vienna sausages? Or hold on, you want to eat wagyu? You want to eat wagyu or ramen noodles? What do you want to eat? Ramen noodles. Yeah, that's a typical <laughs> cut. That comes from somebody that wears New Balance's coon hunting. <laughs> hey. All right, come on with it, money. So, both of them was close to us. Mm-hmm. Guns are off safety because he's to the point where we can see him. There was a point where I was about to shoot him because he was in the open where I could see his head. Then he went and shot, strut. Then he popped back up, 
Because uh, at first I couldn't see him until he gobbled behind a tree. And I see seen his head shape. So when he got he got out from behind the tree, I uh, went shoot him. He ducked in through some thick brush. And the thick brush was so thick we couldn't even see him. Yeah, when he got behind that that part, yeah, we couldn't see him there. So, I don't know if you called or something, but uh, he came out from the end of that brush and just ran up to the top of that hill. Yeah. And started strutting at the bottom of a dead tree. Yeah, no, I didn't call. Uh, oh. He just, I don't know why he done that. He just went up to the top of that hill. So he was strutting. He couldn't see him, but I could. I could see his tail. So he went over the crest, walked a few yards, came back over, flopping his wings on the ground, strutting. Then the sun came out of nowhere, hit our glasses. Yeah. And he started doing that. I was listening to G one time. So he started doing that. Then he turned around down that hill. So at this point, this turkey had been in front of us for a solid hour. A solid hour. I've never had a turkey come in on me and stay in front of me for an hour. The whole time. And he gobbled and strutted. And I mean, he just put on a, a show the whole entire time. The sun where we were setting, just all of a sudden, it wasn't really a cloudy morning, was it? No. I guess it just come around the trees just right. And it put just a beam of light directly across our faces. I mean, you could move with it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when that happened, I don't know if our glasses, because G-Money wears glasses, too. Um, you're going to have to shut that window, that I'm crickets. Um, a beam of light just come across our faces, and I guess that turkey seen us. Because all at once, he stood up, straight up, and looked directly at us, and put it two or three times, and just eased over the top of that hill I mean just went right over and he walked he didn't run he didn't trot he didn't fly he just eased right over the top of the hill out of sight hmm and then what went down G so as we as we were trying to get him from the ridge and the clear cut Mm -hmm. to us we could hear turkey the food plot that was connected to the road that we walked down. Right. Not the one with the golf cart, but the one behind it. Right. We could hear a turkey. How far? What? How far you think that was? Maybe hundred yards. No, it was way further than that. It's probably three hundred yards. We could hear him just barely gobbling mm-hmm. behind us. So we worked our way. To that food plot. So now we're trying to get on a teetotal different turkey. Yep. Because this turkey done shag tail. We're trying to get on a teetotal different turkey. So as we're walking to the food plot, we could see where he stepped. Right. In the road. So when we got to the food plot, called, didn't hear anything. We started walking back. I just heard a little bit of that turkey that busted us. Or... The turkey that was behind us, I yeah. heard him. He, but they were in front of us, so I thought it was the one that busted us. Right. So we walk, we work past the golf cart into the next food plot. Right. And as we worked in the next food plot, right when the dirt met the grass, he the uh. Boss Tom that was behind us yeah. gobbled. Right. And we 
we I'd, was. I'd hit a little old series. Oh yeah. Yeah, I come at him with a little old series. <laughs> so I sent a few turkey kisses the other way. Wow. Yeah. And we was gonna set up some thick stuff right beside us, right. off to our right, but we decided to run up to our left and set up under some pines. Right. And kept on calling. He came out in front of us. He came following behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was about to shoot the hen because I couldn't tell which one it was. Yeah, G done got worked up. And G said, there he is, there he is. I said, no, 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 no. He had that, he had that adrenaline running from him hard, son. I said, that's a hen, son. And she, she come up there clucking. Like, she did not like me calling at all. Mm. She come up there checking it out. Like, who in the world do you think you are talking to my man? Another one of daddy's infamous hen battles. Hen battles. She, she done got in a calling contest with me. Daddy said, I told her, I said, you better go over there and talk to Shorty. I can't tell you how this is going to go. <laughs> so as uh, we're working, the hen and the goblin, the goblin just peeked his head right over the hill that, that came out of the hollow. Right. And all of a sudden, we started hearing pecking was behind us. I thought because there was a shooter house behind us. No, it wasn't pecking. He, he was drumming. Yeah. I thought, because we had a shooter house behind us, I thought it was stuff hitting the shooter house. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that hen ran back towards that gobbler, and that gobbler uh, jumped up over that hill. Mm-hmm. And you looked over and to our left and looked in the food plot, and you said, gee, there's a gobbler running across the food plot. So I turned slowly. Then right when I seen I turned fast, and I think when I turned fast, the gun slid down near like where my armpit is. Yeah. And it slid I, down to the crease of your elbows. What yeah. you're saying from your shoulder to your elbow. Yeah. So when I shot him, I was shaking. Right. As the gun was on my elbow. Yeah. So that's why. So when I shot. We didn't know at the time when I shot. We, I jumped up, and I ran over there to him. And uh, when he got done flopping around, we looked at him, and I shot him in the side. Yeah. And hit the wing. He body shot that booger at fifteen yards. So, you did real good telling the story, G. You did real good, and I'm proud of you for getting your first turkey as well. When we got to, like G said, where that dirt met that food plot, I hit a series. And the bird, the second bird that we was on, gobbled. Pow! He's 100 yards from us in the woods. So we run and get under two, one pine tree and a cedar tree. And we've got a nice little canopy over the top of us, didn't we, G? Yeah. That no was sun get, hitting us. That was giving us a bunch, bunch of shade. There was a bunch of of sunlight coming through that food plot. A bunch of it. And uh, so we got some good shade. And uh, old hen started clucking. <coughs> doing her thing. I said, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> and I went on ahead and started battling with her. You know how I do. Yeah. And here she come running. And she said, I see him. I said, no, bud, that's a hen, that's a hen. And she was coming around checking, you know, and like he said, about that time you can see that gobbler. He's in strut, and he, he's coming up on a rise, and you can see it just a big red head at 75 yards. Well, oh, other turkey gobbles behind us. That busted us. The original one. And then this one gobbles again, and they gobble back and forth two or three times. And I told G, I said, oh, there's about to be a turkey fight right here, son. And the hens are starting to get going, you know, and crows are flying over and they're gobbling at crows. And we're sitting dead in the middle of this. I mean, we are dead in the middle. We got a turkey behind us at 75 yards closing in, a turkey in front of us at 75 closing in. 
and the adrenaline was just up there. Front row seats. Front row seats, Ooh. son. Dang, son, them jokes had to, them jokes was on a turkey sandwich. Yep. Oh. <laughs> turkey sandwich. And uh, we uh, we took and was working that bird in front of us, and all of a sudden I hear, I said, oh, my gosh, that goofy thing that was in front of us before has done come up behind us, and I knew it was open behind us, so I barely cranked my old neck around far to the left as I could go, and I seen him standing there, full-blown strut, and I told G, I said, G, real slow, as I, as I start turning my head back to look at G, I can see out of the corner of my eye, he's starting to walk across the food plot, and I could see he's starting to pick up speed. I told G, I said, real slow, bud, start turning to the left. There's a gobbler about to run across the food plot. And G gets to turn, and he said, I don't see him. I said, just point your gun in the road. He's going to come in front of you. When he does, I'll stop him, and you kill him. And G moved over. And I could see when G seen him as G's moving left because he was moving real slow, and once G seen him, she was like, well, I ain't he, going fast enough. Yeah, he, <laughs> he sped up. And about the time I said, bow, 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 Jesus, oh, pow. And that joker hit the ground like a sack of potatoes, son, and flopped maybe twice. <laughs> but never like spun his body around. You know how they do. He he kicked his legs a good yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he was going in circles. And I said, Dad, bum, son. That Ultramag wore him out. And I go over and his head is just fine. I said, you didn't even hit him in the head, G. What in the world happened? And uh, I got, there was feathers everywhere, wing feathers, and I flipped him over. I said, you have shot this choker in the body. Why did you shoot him in the body? And, uh, well, actually, Shorty and uh, Jason and Victoria wasn't far down the food plot from us because, you know, we're, we're all working the same turkeys that it wasn't just turkeys everywhere. Yeah. And uh, they was actually far down in there, so they got to hear all the, the commotion and the gobbling. And oh, so the, they got to hear your, your sweet turkey kisses. No, they couldn't hear that. They actually, they said they didn't hear me calling. I believe they heard the hen because she got way louder than me, way louder. Uh, I believe they heard her a few times and talking. uh but they never heard me calling. Huh. And uh, so, yeah, that is the story of how the big G got his first gobbler. Now, let me tell you, we got it back to camp. And I go to cleaning this turkey. And I'm giving G a hard time about shooting this turkey in the body. Because when you shoot a turkey, you shoot him in the head. So you don't run no meat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, in my personal opinion, that kills him a lot quicker. Though this bird did die very quickly, very quickly. Uh, yeah, because you want your shot to be you want it to as be ethical. ethical as possible. Yeah. So we got half of one breast from that turkey. The rest was burnt from the shot. The rest was burnt, and. The spot where they hold, like, the grass that they eat he, was lodged into the meat. Yeah, like it tore the crawl all through the breast. Oh, it was a mess. It tore the crawl open? Oh, yeah. yeah. The crawl was in some of the meat. Hmm. Yeah, and as I skin down there and I'm, I'm going to get the legs, <laughs> no. Now, the only thing holding this turkey's legs on was the hide of the turkey the skin the legs were broke completely off they're not even hanging on by a tenion, tendon let me tell you the way we took them turkey legs at one time I, 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 I don't think it would be dumb to say that them turkey legs is about ain't worth messing with well you gotta cook them for so long you got I know 
But I mean, we, we managed it. it. It was good. Yeah. But boy, was it tough. Yeah. They're, like they're, you, you told me, you said, because I wanted to cook them. Yeah. I was like, we ain't never done it. Let's try it. Daddy's like, they're going to be tough. Yeah. I thought they're going to be a little bit tough. No. Right. They're going to be like beef jerky tough. Right. And um, so that that's the story of G getting his first bird. What overall, G, what do you give the experiences? Did you feel like since you've been hunting for a while and you hadn't got one, what was your initial thought? Or, and maybe you didn't when you first squeezed the trigger and you seen him hit the ground. What what was your feelings? What was your emotions? My feelings was jump up, uh-huh. run, step on his head. <laughs> Foot on the head, cuz. I, I mean, I, he was pumped. He was ecstatic. That the smile was from ear to ear, and that's what it's all about, son. Right there, that is. I love seeing a kid. I love seeing anybody that ain't never got a turkey get a turkey. I love seeing anybody that ain't never got a deer get a deer, a squirrel get a squirrel. It don't really matter to me. Uh, but if I had to pick, it's gonna be a turkey. Now, listeners don't know G Money. <laughs> but when G Money does anything, G Money's just as much a part of Red Blooded Outdoors. As, but they don't as like us. know him, know him like we do. Yeah. But when G Money does something or anything, like G Money will walk around the house going, "Took me," and he ain't even. And he just woke up. Like he'll get up, you'll be like, "You finally wake up," and he'll be like, "What took me?" <laughs> so G Money has walked around these past few days just going. How's it make you feel like killed the first turkey of the year? <laughs> hey, G put that work in, and son. The, the bad part is, G Money's got a few more years of saying. <laughs> yeah, he does because he's twelve years old. He's got four more youth seasons in him, son. Four more youth seasons. What in the world am I going to do when G Money when when you turn seventeen? Who's going to be my youth? Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, they plenty of other people. Victoria wants a bird so bad. We went back at even, and uh, me, Jason, G, and Victoria, we couldn't buy a gobble. The wind picked up. It Shorty, was, Shorty didn't go back with y'all? No, he he rested up. Uh, that, no, that uh, evening when we set up, you started calling me, and you both thought we heard one. Well, we, we did, but we wasn't clear whether yeah. or not it was. And if it was, it was a pretty good ways off. Yeah. Uh, but the wind picked up, and uh, we couldn't buy a gobble. I mean, we just absolutely could not buy a gobble. And we we put in a hunt trying to get her a bird. She did real good. She did awesome for her first turkey hunt. I would say what I seen of her hunting, I didn't get to see the morning time, but what I seen, she did better than anybody I'd ever seen first time turkey hunting. Hmm. Period. Period. What would you say, G? Sunday she, morning when we went out and you were working that She out. got cold. Yeah, she, yeah. she got cold. cold oh, yeah. And it was uh, not staying still, but she, when she wasn't cold, she was being quiet. Yeah. Staying still. Yeah, you can't stay still when you're cold like that. No. You can't. This is that right here at the beginning of turkey season is that time here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Where it's cold in the mornings, and it just warms up throughout the day till it yeah. gets into the night, and it starts cooling back off. Yeah. So it's like I said, this is that weather where you got to have that that jacket or that hoodie. Yeah. With you just in case. Yeah. We we had a ball. We had planned on doing a doing the podcast that Saturday night, uh, but man, Jason cooked them Del Monaco steaks and a mm-hmm. big old baked potato. And we didn't get in bed till like midnight Friday night. Did you go down to Cooper's and get your free gallon of milk? We went down to Cooper's and got our baked potatoes. And you know what kind of makes me mad is the fact that y'all went down to Cooper's and returned without a hat that says Cooper's on it. I know they sell them, but Shorty's got Let one. Let me tell you something. I'll never buy you anything from Cooper's. <laughs> and this is why. Right here. You didn't pay no money on duck hunting trip. And you knew I needed a pair of waders, and you seen them in the feed store at Cooper's, and you didn't say nothing to me about them. I'll never 
ever buy you anything no, from but let Cooper's. Me wanna, let me tell you what you will buy. You'll buy these freaking oatmeal raisin little Debbie things <laughs> and expect that to just be what I'm supposed to eat on. I just ate one of them the other day. Yeah, don't. Them things went out of date February 22nd. <laughs> they fine if you don't open them. That's right. That's, that's suggested. That's what I tell them at work. <laughs> at work, we were talking the other day, and they were talking about bread and milk. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were like, you can't eat bread after the expiration date. I said, you can eat bread up to the day mold grows on it. Right. And you can drink milk until it's chunky. Yeah. And I said, well, what if it smells sour? You ain't got to smell it. You got to taste it. I, I don't even... Yeah, that's what I do. I taste it. If I'm going to drink milk, I just pour it and taste it. If it tastes bad, then I pour it out. If it, Yeah. Who who guzzles milk? Expiration date. Like, yeah, yeah. if you like drink just a glass of milk. If you get you just a big wad of milk in your mouth, that's your fault. Nobody guzzles yeah. milk. Milk is to be eaten with cookies. Cornbread. Pastries. Cornbread. Searle, ice cream, saltine crackers. No. Breakfast. Graham crackers. Breakfast. 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 Did you really just say saltine crackers? Man, when I was a kid, we used to take a whole, you'd take a whole dang slat of saltine crackers, get you a medium-sized glass of milk, and just crunch that whole thing in <laughs> That has got to be disgusting. What, just like cornbread, onion, and milk? Oh, that's right. Tell him, G. <laughs> G ain't playing no more. He's done killed his first turkey, Cooney. Back to he the is turkey. Hunting. He is a different person now. Listen at him. Back to the turkey hunting. Let's talk about when we were trying mm. to get Victoria Gobbler, and we went back into that food plot, and me, you... Shorty was arguing. Arguing? Why was y'all arguing? Gobbling, arguing. Oh, oh, oh yeah. When, uh, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, G? We, uh, me, that morning, we was trying to, so we knew that turkey was uh, apt to fight that other gobbler that morning G got him. Yeah. So we we tried to trick him in. To uh, thinking there was a turkey fight going on in that food plot. To if he was around to get him to gobble or something. Like I said, even that next morning we couldn't buy a gobble. I'm pretty sure I heard two gobbles about 600 yards from us across the road. Across the road on some different property. Uh, Adder, I'd done called up an hour. I remember Daddy used to have, and we, we don't, we don't, I don't even know if we have it no more. But he used to have a gobble tube. Yeah, and things are trash. <laughs> I remember, I remember, we would hide out in the yard and have like sticks and stuff out like they were guns. And Daddy would walk around with this turkey decoy <laughs> in front of him, and we'd all be out there with our little slate calls and our mouths and stuff. And Daddy'd act like the turkey, and he'd come out and he'd say, "Now I'm gonna go to which one of y'all is calling the best." So if I don't right. call to you, that means you stuck. And he'd walk out there, and you get close, and the boom. I forgot we used to play that game, and y'all'd be set up in the woods. Now, we'd have on the camouflage, all of it, and, and I had, suits. I had a I had a big old. Uh, gobbler decoy and I'd walk around with that thing and y'all be out there calling and I'd go to whoever was calling the best and if I seen you before you said boom then you lost I left remember the gobbler mm-hmm. leave I'd take I'd put and I'd leave <laughs> but if you boomed and I just know you was taking too far of a shot and it was a bull crap shot then you lost now not trying to get too deep into it but i've been seeing on tiktok these people there's this guy on there and he'll be like if you're hunting with decoys you ain't a real turkey hunter <laughs> I, we've hunted with decoys before oh yeah they don't so, work whoa i mean they work for us yeah i've had turkeys run from them before have you yeah yeah i've, I've had gobblers like Especially with other gobbler decoys, but it scares them. They're like, "Oh, I don't want none. Of, I don't want no smoke," and they just take off the other way. You know what I mean? I've seen videos of people getting gobbler decoys and painting their heads white, like the gobbler strutting. 
yeah like painting like a more um where he ain't so dominant yeah you know what i mean yeah taking so much of the red out right but using a decoy in my mind don't make you no less of a turkey hunter than the next guy. are you talking about the same guy that was shorty sent me a video that was like if you shooting gobblers over 40 yards you really ain't hunting <laughs> yeah that same guy now look i'm gonna tell you my personal opinion on that hunt whatever way you want i ain't hating if you want to shoot a gobbler at 90 yards 70 yards with a 410 with a TSS. Well, I got sir. the TSS, you know. Hey, do what you want to do. But for me, I want him like G got him. I want him as close as possible. I want the interaction with that animal to be as close as possible. Period. If I could call him up in my lap and grab him and it not just be a violent ordeal, I would. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you call a turkey up and you grab him, it's going to be pretty violent. Speaking I've, of I've about seen, grabbing what? gobblers, i seen a video on TikTok when I had my phone Yeah. where this guy had all his camera on. He had somebody behind him on the camera calling. Mm-hmm. And he, he uh, there was gobbler in the food plot. He was working his way up with a gobbler decoy in front of him. Yeah. He was working his way up. Grab that gobbler by the feet, grab it by the head. Yeah. He that's took off. I mean, I've seen videos of people sneak out there, or one like walk right up on them, and they just grab them. That's, ca- like, that's catch and release, son. You, you are a trooper if you're grabbing a gobbler. That's catch and release. Because <laughs> gobblers got these things on the back of their leg that are about an inch and a half long. Yeah. And go ahead and get one of them hooked up in you. So what G was talking about, the arguing in the food plot, me and Shorty was doing fighting purrs back and forth trying to get a trying to get him to think you know if you're close there's an old gobbler fight going on up in here if you you might want to come get a part of it mm-hmm. but if he was close he didn't bite man he, he's hand up one of them hand up gobbler son that's a total different booger right there yeah and he got to the point where we wanted a gobbler so bad that i took my hat off and started flopping it around like wings yeah he was making the wing sounds you did good on that too by the way g and yeah. that daddy will scare you doing that <laughs> like he won't say nothing about it you're just sitting there looking and next thing you know daddy's just <laughs> hey that's what got them to last year when we took dane that that's what i was about to say yeah we're sitting there completely quiet we're waiting for these birds we know they're about to be there and we had heard an owl like not far from us and honestly what i thought was happening was that that owl was coming was like in that tree above us or something and he was flying off or flying in but i mean we're just sitting there and next thing you know you like i'm like whoa what in the world is going on over there (laughs) right absolutely and i looked at daddy and i'm like what are you doing and he's like turkey <laughs> <laughs> believe that but yeah man we had an awesome hunt um a real awesome hunt it was such a blessing to be out there with jason victoria and little g man shorty um appreciate shorty taking us down there to yeah to hunt his place and everybody just man it was awesome i enjoyed mm-hmm. every minute of it every minute of it opening weekends this weekend the countdown is still over boy when we was talking about uh me and jason was talking about the hunt and he was telling me what he could hear or whatever i always like when the turkey gets his nickname whether whether he gets harvest or not and uh jason said yeah we was doing this and old loudmouth was doing this well he nicknamed the gobbler g guy loudmouth because he wouldn't stop gobbling. He Even gobbled, when nobody was calling, he was gobbling. He gobbled constantly. So that turkey that G killed got nicknamed Loudmouth. There you go. And he come out in that food plot, and he danced one last time. I think that's the name of this podcast. That's the title. What? One last time. Loudmouth's last dance. That's a good one. Built. Built. Can't say knock him in the head. (laughs) 
Knock, knock him, him in the body. <laughs> yeah, don't do that no more, G. I ain't. So, back to when we was talking about real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Not practicing with G sitting on the ground and only standing up, that gun's a lot longer than what he's been shooting. Mm-hmm. And between the adrenaline and this and that and that and this, it's a good idea, guys, to practice, especially with a kid, at different angles, sitting down on the ground. Get them used to turning and not just always being a straight-on shot. I know that. We've done it before in the past. I didn't do that with G. Didn't even really think about it. But it's a good idea because it's not always going to be straight-on. Now, and another thing, it happens a lot more with rifles, I feel like. But when people are sighting like their rifles, they've always got their little shooting stand or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting on the table and propped up, and that's how they're sighting them in. But if you're going to use that rifle for hunting, yeah, it, in my opinion, it's probably better to practice shooting it in those different in those different yeah. situations. Yeah, getting it sighting in, do it. So either sitting on the ground with no stand yeah or standing up because using the stand is yeah. for like just like when i went to shoot third 30 yeah we had a stand so that i knew how it felt yeah that's right yeah true that mm-hmm. when g when g shot his first deer he was sitting on the ground yeah yeah so yeah it's it's a good idea to to practice at different angles, different body contortions, and stuff like that. Good job, G. Good job on your first gobbler, other than you weren't the majority of the meat. <laughs> uh, All you have to show for that gobbler was a fan, spurs, and a beard. When, well, now, we did cook what we salvaged. Oh, Turkey you know nuggets. what you should have did with that gobbler? It probably wouldn't have been, no, wouldn't have been worth it. You should have done one of them Euro mounts these people have been doing. We were talking about it. Yeah, it, it wasn't <laughs> worth it. That one wing was destroyed. What it was. There's your dogs out there again, Coney. You're going to have to wrap that up, son. I'm going to have to train these dogs. Dad blasted. How come every time y'all get something, it becomes my deal? Just how cook crumbles. Yeah. So whenever... uh. Gee, we can't keep going with this yeah, podcast, man. <laughs> he when, went from not wanting to talk at all to just wanting to burn it up. Loud mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we were on the way down there, Jason was looking for a phone plug-up spot, and he found a switch. Oh, yeah, in short, his new truck. Yeah. That, we'll save that for another time, G. Yeah. That, that, that'll get deep. That'll get deep right there. But we had some fun with that, too. Yep. All right. Well, we're about to do it again this weekend, boys. Yeah. Countdown is over. Hey, I'm kicking your tail in the fishing contest tomorrow. Believe that. Bring it. We'll holler at y'all. Deuces. Bleep.